Welcome in the house of the Lord. Amen. Looking around, I see a lot of generals in the house. I say generals in the house. We are soldiers marching in the Lord. And we got generals. General Apostle Alex. General Apostle David. I'll save you for last because you, you're next. Amen. The great Bishop Wallace. Thank you for being in our miss. Bishop Ray Williams. Amen. Amen. We've got to give honors to who honored do it. Uh, I'm just trying to look, make, make sure I don't miss any man of God. And excuse me, if there's a man of God comes amongst or misses, they could perhaps occupy these seats. Amen. I feel the anointing of God whilst we was worshiping. Um, I'm just standing here just to introduce the next speaker. I'm not the speaker. Amen. Um, this person that's about to just exhort us because there's going to be an exhortation then they're going to come to word amen this person is very dear to me about 10 years ago i was invited to a uh, this this church i don't know anybody in the church but that time i was looking trying to find myself as a christian trying to know what god has called me for so you know, the word said, the spirit will lead us. So I said a prayer in my mind. I said, Lord, I said, if it's all this time, random people would just call me Pastor Oliver. Not that they was prophesying, but they were just saying, Pastor Oliver. Perhaps it's how I carried myself. But that day, it was appointed for me to meet this man of God. I said the prayer in my mind. I said, Lord, According to your word, he said, Seek it shall find you. Knock and the door will be open. I said, According to that word, I said, Let somebody in this building, I don't know anybody, come tell me those words that I'm called to be a pastor because I believe you're speaking to me. Then the service was over. I even forgot about my prayer. Then all of a sudden, one of my aunts that had invited me to the place had initially asked me to drop somebody home. Then you know when you feel somebody is looking at you. So I had to turn. When I turned, this man of God was looking at me keenly. He said, young man, do you have a moment? Then the spirit of God took me back to my prayer immediately. I, I've even forgot about my prayer. Then all of a sudden I start smiling. I said, oh Lord, this guy is going to tell me I'm called to be a pastor. Indeed. He released the word. He said, the spirit of God is telling me, you're called to be a, a pastor. Then he started telling me exactly how my ministry will be. Amen? Then this, this morning I was thinking about him because I know he was, he was coming this morning. It took me to Luke 4, 17. When Jesus was in the temple now and they brought the law to him. Then Jesus, the Bible said Jesus turned to the side or Psalm uh, 61. He started reading it. I've, I've came 
to heal the bro broken order, to preach to the, to the poor. After Jesus said this, one thing we have to realize, he said, now it has fulfilled in your ears. The word that this man spoke to me is now being fulfilled today. And I thank God for his life. Since then, just imagine 10 years ago. So sometimes God connects you to some people. That is a long-time relationship. And I want to introduce him. He's from Wall Harvest Ministry. Serve under um, Wall um, Rod Parsley. Um, his spiritual um, father or mentor is Dr. Carl Barker, um, which I've had many uh, appearances in the TBN, friends with a um, great many here. So sometimes when you connect with, with people, you don't know where God is leading you. But through him, I was able to meet a lot of generals, you know, in the Lord. And I thank God for his life. So if you can be on our feet. And help me to introduce the great general. pastors always taught me when you come before you always bring a gift in the midst of the gift it's a new bible specifically written in the modern english by pastor parsley commentary and gold pages rose gold and the very prophecy that he just spoke, I wrote in the cover. Why don't we just lift our hands to heaven? Just follow me. Father God, let's pray. Father God, I just magnify you. Give me some music. We just set this atmosphere to be conducive. We set the atmosphere to be conducive to signs, wonders, and miracles that follow the preaching and teaching of the word. Without the anointing of the Spirit of God, we are nothing. So we welcome your presence, Holy Spirit, into this place. We ask, O oh God, that you will infiltrate this place with signs, wonders, and miracles. We thank you, O oh God, as the word that is spoken. You said you sent your word and it would not return void, but it would accomplish everything that you set it forth to do. So we thank you, O oh God, for the saints that have come together in one mind and one accord. We lift you up and we exalt you. I would like everybody here to lift their hands in unity. Because where there's unity, there's power. If one grape can make juice, several grapes can make wine. And the wine is represented when all come together in one mind and one accord. Let God, as you have a heavenly language, begin to pray in the Spirit of God, even right now. 
we're not going to move any forward until the atmosphere is set for the preaching and the teaching of the Word of God. God is going to have His way in this place. Many of you that came here today are not here by accident. You are here by divine appointed time. You thought you were coming today to see an ordination and a licensing. That was just part of it. God has ordered your footsteps. For the footsteps of the righteous man are ordered by God. Though man may prepare his ways, it's the Lord that directs his footsteps. The word says if we walk in the spirit, we live in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of our flesh. For there's a war that goes on, even the midst of many of my people. But I hear the Lord say, as they worship me, as they praise me, as they exalt me, I shall do great exploits in my name, saith the Lord, as they lift up my name. I live and I dwell in the praises of my people. So people of God, men and women of God, come together in one mind and one accord. We not go on any further. The Holy Spirit says don't go any further until this atmosphere is set for conducive of the signs, wonders, and the miracles and the manifestations of the Spirit of God. Begin to pray in tongues if you have a tongue language. Begin if you don't have a tongue language. Begin to magnify the Lord in English. Begin to lift up your hands, men and women of God. Even right now, I need 100% participation. I want everybody in this place to lift up thy hands. Shandaba Kusatamaya. Rebe Shikalebe Shindama. Re Shikataba Kusita. Rebe
I told one of the bishops back in the office, before you can have a miracle, you have to have a breakthrough. You say, what do you mean, preacher? Just ask Daniel in the lion's den. He was there for 20-some days, believing and trusting God for his breakthrough in order to get a miracle. There was a war in the heavenlies, tearing down principalities that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. But we have to understand something. You're only one key away from your breakthrough. So how am I going to take the very keys that God has to you? Here's how we're going to do it. One, there's three keys. And that first key is the blood. We don't want to talk about the blood no more. We want the very lukewarm social gospel that makes everybody feel good, that makes them go like they had a motivational seminar, but they got some head knowledge, but they don't have no heart change. We have to, as leaders, preach the word of God that is not going to compromise. Because when there's compromise, it produces the fruit of religion. When we preach and teach the word of God, it comes through revelation seasoned with prayer. As I told one of the preachers in the office, this brother could have my message and he could take the information that I have and be able to preach the information from his head. But when there is revelation mixed with the word of God and prayer, it sets the captive free and heals the broken heart and restores past the dwelling. So we do not all gather here as a religious assembly. We are gathered here, preacher, for a solemn assembly, and therefore the blood must be spoken. So one key, nothing can pass through the blood. One key to the kingdom, the power to bind and the power to loose. We have to know how to use our key. Now, there's only one problem. Some of us are using the wrong key to unlock the wrong door. We go ahead and we push the door open and say, look what God did. And we kick it open and say, look how God blessed me. Or we take a door and we use an axe to cut it down. And we say, God before me, who could be against me? And the thing is, some of us walk more in the flesh than in the spirit. But he said, if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For there's a war going on between the spirit and the flesh. But the one you feed is the one that has authority in your life. Now, the Lord told me to ask each of you today, who is the Goliath in your life? Is the Goliath an addiction? Is the Goliath lust? Someone that's supposed to be faithful to their spouse, but they turn, they go ahead, 
and don't confess their faults one to another that they may be healed. If they confess their faults one to another, they may not have to confess their sins because they wouldn't fall into sin if they have an accountability brother. Paul had a Silas. Elijah had Elijah. So why can't we as preachers make sure that we have a Paul and a Silas, Elijah and Elijah, a father and a son, but there's three categories that you need. One, a Paul to confess up to, a Barnabas to relate to, and a Timothy to pour out to. As T.D. Jake says it best, there's colleagues, comrades, and confidants. And each one of you have a purpose. And just because it's short-term doesn't mean it isn't long-term. It takes it from the beginning because the Lord says, Despise not your small beginnings. So the second key is the word. He said his word. And when it went forth, it didn't return void. But it accomplished everything that he said it to do. So how could you work with the word if the word's not in you? So we have to take a key. More than just one key, the blood. Two, another key called the word. But there's three keys. Three keys. We talked about the blood. We talked about the name of Jesus. The word, now let me go in. We talked about two. We actually talked about the blood. We talked about the word. Now let's talk about the name. The name that is higher than every other name. Whatever knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So now, why do we work with one key when we can work with all three keys? All three. All three keys. This is one key. This is another key. I need a volunteer. Come here for a second. Here's one key. First, we got blood, where there's nothing can pass through the blood. We have word. He sent his word and went forth, and we didn't return void, but it accomplished that which he sent it forth to do. And then we have the name of Jesus, where every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. But if I only have one key, and I separate it from the rest of the keys and only use one key, I don't have the power to bind and to loose. Put his hand shoulder right here. That's good. But when I take all three and I put them all together, look at this. I have completion, Bishop. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Good, acceptable, perfect will of God. 30, 60, 100 fold. And how can three walk together, two walk together, unless they be in agreement? But a threefold cord is not easily broken. Give God glory.
sitting in him. Look to your neighbor and say, Nabal, I've been praying. You might not know what I was praying. God's getting ready to answer my prayer. Amen. Lift your hand and give God some prayer. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm not going to be before you alone. I'm just going to just, whatever I hear, my ear shouted from the mountaintop. I'm, yes, I'm just going to let God have his way. Is that all right? If you see me acting a fool up here, I'm just praising God. If you see me rub my head, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm just thanking the Lord. Is it all right? If you have your Bibles with you, turn with me to the book of Matthew. And if you don't mind standing for the reverence of the word. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Matthew, the fourth chapter. Mm, help me, Holy Ghost. Mm. And everybody had to say Amen. And it reads like this. Then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he has fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterwards hungry. And when the tempter came, 
to him. He said, if thou be the son, if thou be the son of God, command these stones to be made bread. But he's answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded after the mouth of God. Mm, help me, Holy Ghost. Look to your name, say neighbor. I'm eating every word that come out of the mouth of God. It's, look to your name and say, neighbor, it's not a flesh thing. It's a spiritual thing. Then the devil taking him up into the holy city and seated him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou, thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not test or tempt the Lord of God. Look to your name, said Nabal. I don't care what the devil do. He will not allow, he will not make me test God. Oh, lift your hand and give God some praise. Mm. And again, the devil taking him up into an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. Mm. Help me, Holy Ghost. And said unto him, all these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan. Now he called him by his name. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, in him, and him only shall thou serve. Ain't call look to your name said neighbor. Ain't calling the devil name. I'm calling Jesus' name. Is it all right? Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Now look at the 11th verse. And I want to keep this thought in your mind. Then the devil leaving him. Behold, that word behold me to look. God's getting ready to do something. Hmm? Angels came and ministered unto him. Look to your neighbor. I want to leave a thought with you. Look to your neighbor. Say, neighbor. Feed me with the word of God. Is that all right? Or else feed me till I won't no more. You can be seated. Let me take my time for a minute. Every time you're going, getting ready, see when God get ready to promote, promote you, you have to go through something. Is that all right? And when you go through something, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be intense. Is that all right? God already declared a prophetic word back in Genesis, the third chapter. Help me, Holy Ghost. And, it, and when he did this, he said, now he was speaking to Satan in the garden. He already pronounced and talked to Adam and Eve, but he really focused on the devil. He said, I'm going to give you a prophetic word. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Sometimes you got to talk to the devil and, say that, and tell him what God said. Is it all right? Help me, Holy Ghost. And he said, look here, I will put enmity between 
your seed and the woman's seed. Is that all right? Help me, Holy Ghost. Pray with me a while. And I, if you feel like running or jumping, some God drops some in your in your heart. You can jump, run, cause it's a prayer that you've been asking for. Now, uh, now come through forty-two generations, and, and and now here come Jesus on the scene. Now, is it all right? See the book of Luke. Let me let me break some down. The book of Luke. It's talk of, wrap Jesus as compassion in motion. And if you read the book of Luke, it deals with compassion. He said when he met them in their needs. Do anybody in the house have a need? Is it all right? The book of Mark tied of Jesus as a hard-working servant. When you see the word straightway, it means hard-working. Don't you need somebody to work hard for you? You don't need somebody to just have you one here and, and, and drop you the next minute. You want somebody to work hard for you. Is that all right? Help me, Holy Ghost. I'm going to take my time. Now John wrapped Jesus as power in motion because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was nothing made that was made. Is it all right? So now Jesus coming now. He comes in the book of Matthews. Matthews wrapped him up as king. Is it all right? Because he came preaching the kingdom. Uh, help me, Holy Ghost. Uh, oh, you, you can lift your hand. <laughs> Glory, hallelujah. So now Jesus, 42 generations had passed, and Jesus came on the scene in the book of, of Matthews. And now, after he got through doing, getting baptized, is it all right? He began to be baptized, and, and John was baptized in that Jordan. Is it all right? And when he was baptized in that Jordan, and he, he, he was, he, he, all of a sudden, Jesus appeared. Because now you said a connection now. Here has come a connection between Jesus and John. Is it all right? Because now John said, now look at here. You know, look at I need to be baptized of you. And you have you want you you want me to baptize you. But he said, it's behoove us. To fulfill all righteousness. It's a connection now. Everybody sitting in this church have a connection with the man of God and with God. Is it alright? Give God some praise. Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I have connection. You just not sitting here by accident. You here up because of a connection now. Give God some praise. Help me, Holy Ghost. The light can't come on without some connection. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. The core can't move without the battery. It's connected. You got to have a negative and a positive because all the things work. You might look at me as a negative, but I look at you as a positive because you can't have, you can't do anything without connection. Give God some praise. Help me, Holy Ghost. Now, when Jesus come on the scene, he was dealing with John and he said, it's behoove us to fulfill all righteousness. It's behoove us, pastors, to fulfill all righteousness. Doesn't matter what the world may think about us, what the devil may say. The devil just want to take you off track. But God said his word stand assured. There is a connection between us. Is it all right? Never saw you before, but your spirit and my spirit connected. Glory, hallelujah, give God some praise. God got a word for you. And I got to save it last for you. Give God, oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Oh, I feel like shouting here. Give God some praise. And now when he got through,
been connection. See, the heavens can't open without the connection. Is that all right? Because it's appointed, it's a set appointment. Is that all right? For Jesus to meet a John, is that all right? Give God some praise. Because Jesus. Look at John is six months older than Jesus. It took them a long time to come in. Mm. You see, you want to meet somebody right quick, but sometimes something it takes time. Is it all right to meet somebody? It took some years for us to get here. Is it all right? It's a it's a point unto man now to meet each other. It's not by accident. It's by a Because other church got a crowd. 
you get ready to do some things, before you get ready to do anything, you got to go through something. Is it all right? You got to go through a test in the wilderness. Give God some praise. There was two gardens. One is the wilderness and the garden of Gethsemane. One is for your ministry. The next one is for you to die. Give God some praise. Right now you ain't at the garden of Gethsemane yet. You right in the wilderness because something's getting ready to happen. Look to your neighbor, say neighbor. I'm not at the garden of Gethsemane. I'm right outside of the wilderness. Get ready to let God move in me. Give God some praise. Because when I go in the wilderness, when Jesus, when the Spirit drives me, you've been praying all day long. And God said, I have, I, look here. God said, you the apple of my eye. Look to your neighbor, every pastor, every minister, every child of God. You are God's apple of his eye. God would not allow the devil to take you out because you are a child of the living God. Do I have anybody in the house? Claim with me that you are a child.